0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Quote from St. Alphonsus Liguori Let us make up for lost time. Let us give to God the time that remains to us. Meditation of the Day, an excerpt from Spiritual Combat by Dom Lorenzo Scupoli, page 151. What are we to say of the charity and compassion of the Blessed Virgin, who for nine months bore and still carries in her heart the only Son of God, the uncreated charity which knows no bounds? If, as often as we approach a fire, we are affected by its heat, have we not reason to believe that whoever approaches the heart of the Mother of Mercies, ever burning with her most ardent charity, must be profoundly affected in proportion to the frequency of his petitions, the humility and confidence in his heart. Scripture verse of the day. I, therefore, the prisoner in the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 3 Saint of the Day The Saint of the Day for September 28th is Saint Wenceslaus. Saint Wenceslaus lived between 907 and 935 AD. He was the son of the Duke of Bohemia. His grandfather was converted to Christianity by the missionaries Saints Cyril and Methodius. His mother, Dragomir, was the daughter of a pagan tribal chief who was baptized at her marriage. After the death of his father, Wenceslaus received a Christian upbringing from his grandmother, Saint Ludmilla, while his mother reverted to her pagan ways. Dragomir reigned as regent, had Saint Ludmilla killed, and worked to oppose the spread of Christianity in Bohemia. When Saint Wenceslaus was 18, he took control of the government and exiled his mother. St. Wenceslaus was described as a pious, humble, and intelligent ruler who worked to establish Christianity in the land that would become part of the Holy Roman Empire. He was known for his vow of virginity, his many virtues, and his life of prayer and good works. After a political dispute arose, his mother and his younger brother, called Boleslaus the Cruel, plotted his murder along with a group of disaffected nobles. Bolislaus invited his brother to celebrate the feast of Saints Cosmas and Damien and arranged to have him assassinated on his way to Mass. St. Wenceslaus muttered words of forgiveness as he died, and his body was buried at the murder site. His brother succeeded him as Duke of Bohemia. Three years later, Boleslaus repented of his crime and had his brother's remains transferred to the Church of St. Vitus in Prague. Wenceslaus was considered a saint by the people at the time of his death, and today, September 28th, is the feast day of St. Wenceslaus. Devotion of the Month September is the month of Our Lady of Sorrows. The Church dedicates the month of September to Our Lady of Sorrows. This devotion recalls the Blessed Virgin Mary's spiritual martyrdom in virtue of her perfect union with the Passion of Christ. This was her role in salvation history and what merited her place as the spiritual mother of all Christians. This is symbolized by a single sword or seven swords piercing Mary's suffering heart, as foretold in Simeon's prophecy. Traditionally, the Church meditates on the seven sorrows of our Blessed Mother, the prophecy of Simeon, the Holy Family's flight into Egypt, the loss of the child Jesus for three days, the meeting of Mary and Jesus as he carried his cross, Jesus' crucifixion and death, Jesus' sacred body taken down from the cross, and Jesus' burial. The Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows is September 15th. Readings for Holy Mass for Monday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time A reading from the Book of Job, chapter 1, verses 6-22 through One day, when the angels of God came to present themselves before the Lord, Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, Whence do you come? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From roaming the earth and patrolling it. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you noticed my servant Job, and that there is no one on earth like him, blameless and upright, fearing God and avoiding evil? But Satan answered the Lord and said, Is it for nothing that Job is God-fearing? Have you not surrounded him and his family and all that he has with your protection? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his livestock are spread over the land. But now put forth your hand and touch anything that he has, and surely he will blaspheme you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand upon his person. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And so one day, while his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in the house of their eldest brother, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the asses grazing beside them, and the Sabians carried them off in a raid. They put the herdsmen to the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, another came and said, Lightning has fallen from heaven and struck the sheep and their shepherds and consumed them and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, another messenger came and said, The Chaldeans formed three columns, seized the camels, carried them off, and put those tending them to the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, another came and said, Your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in the house of their eldest brother, when suddenly a great wind came across the desert, and smote the four corners of the house. It fell upon the young people, and they are dead, and I alone have escaped to tell you. Then Job began to tear his cloak and cut off his hair. He cast himself prostrate upon the ground and said, Naked I came forth from my mother's womb, and naked shall I go back again. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin nor did he say anything disrespectful of God the word of the lord responsorial psalm psalm 17 incline your ear to me and hear my word hear o lord a just suit attend to my outcry hearken to my hearken to my prayer from lips without deceit Incline your ear to me, and hear my word. From you let my judgment come, your eyes behold what is right. Though you test my heart, searching it in the night, though you try me with fire, you shall find no malice in me. Incline your ear to me, and hear my word. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me, hear my word. Show your wondrous mercies, O Savior, of those who flee from their foes to refuge at your right hand. Incline your ear to me and hear my word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke, chapter 9, verses 46-50. through 50. An argument arose among the disciples about which of them was the greatest. Jesus realized the intention of their hearts and took a child, and placed it by his side and said to them, Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. For the one who is least among all of you is the one who is the greatest. Then John said in reply, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow in our company. Jesus said to him, Do not prevent him for whoever is not against you is for you. The Gospel of the Lord Prayer of Spiritual Communion In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Prayer for the United States of America, composed by His Excellency, Archbishop Carlo Maria Viganò. Almighty and eternal God, King of kings and Lord of lords, graciously turn your gaze to us who invoke you with confidence. Bless us, citizens of the United States of America. Grant peace and prosperity to our nation. Illuminate those who govern us so that they may commit themselves to the common good in respect for your holy law. Protect those who, defending the inviolable principles of the natural law and your commandments, must face the repeated assaults of the enemy of the human race. Keep in the hearts of your children courage for the truth, love for virtue, and perseverance in the midst of trials. Make our families grow in the example that our Lord has given us, together with His Most Holy Mother and St. Joseph in the home of Nazareth. Give to our fathers and mothers the gift of strength to educate wisely the children with which you have blessed them. Give courage to those who, in spiritual combat, fight the good fight as soldiers of Christ against the furious forces of the children of darkness. Keep each one of us, O Lord, in your most sacred heart, and above all, he whom your providence has placed at the head of our nation. Bless the President of the United States of America, so that, aware of his responsibility and his duties, he may be a knight of justice, a defender of the oppressed, a firm bulwark against your enemies, and a proud supporter of the children of light. Place the United States of America and the whole world under the mantle of the Queen of Victories, our unconquered leader in battle the Immaculate Conception. It is thanks to her and through your mercy that the hymn of praise rises to you, O Lord, from the children whom you have redeemed in the most precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Guardian Angel Prayer O angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen.